Welcome to Kick Back with Chris. Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Keep Back with Chris. It's good to be back. Um, thanks again for bearing with me last week. I, needed, I just needed that time off just to, to kind of catch up with myself a little bit. We had family visiting. It's the time of year. The kids are off school. It's all a bit hectic. So yeah, um, thanks again for, for putting up with that one. And um, thanks for continuing to listen. The, interestingly enough, and I don't know quite understand why this is. Maybe someone out there um, listed in can help me right now. But we've just had a huge spike in listenership in the Netherlands, specifically in Amsterdam. So if, if you're listening out there in Amsterdam, and, and you know why that's happening I would appreciate it if you could let me know I've, we had just short of a hundred additional uh, listeners tune in through last week when no podcast went out and it was all specifically in Amsterdam but hey whatever it's all good it's all good promotion whoever is doing it for me out there thank you very much um, so this week we're going to be joined by one of our first guests. Actually, he was our first guest back on uh, episode number two. Those of you that remember back there, we had um, Mr. Matthew Chapman on, and at the time he was talking about everything to do with online courses. Uh, this week he's going to be joining us to talk about a different subject, uh, another area in which he has been incredibly successful and has a lot of information and knowledge on. Um, it is using Google uh, to promote your martial arts school or business. Um, so we're going to be talking to him a little bit later on. Um, but before then, as we always do, we're going to go through some things. I've got a nice big long list of stuff to go through today. Um, varying different things, which is really quite cool. Um, so starting off, um, Eric Jacobus, who was on our show, Actually, I'll say his name right, Jacobus. It's either Jacobus or Jacobus. I he probably gets both, to be fair. But anyway, Eric was on our show when we did the Jackie Chan special, if you remember back then. Um, he's actually a, a very successful martial artist and stuntman filmmaker. Um, but he's also now branching out into motion capture. Now, the reason I mention this one is I, I, was, I was on Facebook and I saw a video he posted. And it was a really interesting idea. Um, he did the motion capture for... Well, it was, a, it was a fight scene he created, basically, just to highlight the services that he provides. Uh, his company called Midbar Mocap um, and he was fighting himself so he recorded both fighters so he re recorded the attacking movements and then he recorded the reaction and movement for the opposite fighter and then obviously using the computer software merged the two together so it's really clever something I can't ever remember really seeing um, I've seen it obviously within films uh, for example like the one where they, they'll, they'll They'll morph the face of, of the actor onto another stunt performer. But this one, you know, motion capture, uh, the same person fighting themselves, uh, very, very cleverly done. And I'm actually going to try and link the video into uh, the show notes. Um, but for now, if you want more information, you can head over to ericjacobus.com um, where you should be able to get all the information on that. And again, check out this video. It's really, really quite cool. Um, coming up next, we've got um, Dave Kovar. I'm sure all the uh, instructors and school owners out there know all about Dave, um, the real deal guy. And this this guy um, is a you know martial artist first and foremost, and uh, some very very impressive videos he's posted up over the years of his training and his gradings and the skill that he has um, is very 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 impressive. 
Um, but he's also a very, very successful businessman, school owner. Um, I've actually got one of his books called The Martial Arts Instructor's Toolbox. If, you, if you're a school owner and you're looking to uh, implement an instructor training program or SWAT team, that sort of thing, I highly recommend you pick up this book. Um, you know, Although from a, perhaps a UK perspective, some of the stuff you do, you do need to modify it a little bit to, to suit our market maybe, but a lot of the ideas are very, very transferable and very, very useful. Um, but he's going to be in Liverpool uh, the September, uh, September the 7th and 8th doing a business boot camp, obviously aimed at martial arts instructors and school owners. Um, I've not been on one of his camps, but I have I have read through a lot of his literature and seen a lot of his videos, and it, and it is it's good stuff, it's quality stuff. So if you're interested in getting involved in that, um, check it out. I'll put the, the details in the show notes, as always. Um, next, we have uh, news of Isaac Florentine. So anybody out there who is a martial arts movie buff will know uh, of Isaac's work. Another cool, obviously, he's a director and producer, but the really cool thing is, again, same same as Dave, he's a martial artist first and foremost, and uh, a very highly skilled one at that. Um, but uh, it's really cool to hear that he actually picked up a Lifetime Achievement Award uh, this past week. Um, some of the films that people will probably know him for, um, going back to sort of the 90s, we had Cold Harvest, but more recently, the Undisputed series and the Ninja series with, with Scott Atkins uh, and others. So, yeah, congratulations to Isaac on picking up that Lifetime Achievement Award. Very well done. And um, and hopefully we're going to get to see loads of, of, of even better and fantastic movies uh, in coming years. Um, next, somebody who I've had the pleasure of uh, training with and work with a, a couple of times, uh, Mr. Chris Crudelli. Um, he's going to be having a uh, Thailand multidiscipline beginners course running uh, between the 17th and the 31st of October. Um, the best thing to do is head over to his Facebook or there's actually a PDF-based brochure um, on his website, uh, chriscredelli.com. Um, I think I've got that right. Uh, I will actually, if I've got that wrong, <laughs> I will put it in the show notes. Uh, if you Google search his name, it comes up anyway. Um, a fantastic opportunity to get out to Thailand and, and train in a multitude of disciplines and obviously tour around, have a look at the area as well, um, all under the guidance of Chris and his team. So, yeah, definitely worth checking out. Um, again, I'll put the details in the show notes. Uh, next we have uh, news again this is one I saw on Facebook a cool one that if I was closer I would definitely attend and something that I would really 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 enjoyed when I was a bit younger um, Chris Devera who was one of our, I think he was our third guest um, even in that interview he mentioned his uh, school that was in the process of building up um, he's actually it's all up and running now in San Jose uh, uh, Next Gen Martial Arts they're actually now running uh, stunt and choreography training so if you're headed that way or you're obviously based over there already and you're listening to this and you're interested in getting into the movie business from a sort of fight choreography uh, stunt sort of side martial arts based then head over to that the, the, some of the things they've, they've posted online it looks really really good fun actually um, so give that a Give that a look uh, and see if it's something that you you know you're interested in getting a go at. Um, Mark DeCascos, uh, somebody who um, I've mentioned a few times in previous episodes. Uh, most recently, probably for uh, the announcement of his work in uh, John Wick Three, um, has just been announced as being part of uh, a new Netflix series that's coming out uh, called Woo Assassins. I believe it is off the top of my head. I didn't actually write it on my show notes. Ever the professional that I am, um, but no, uh, it's a uh, a Netflix series and so so cool to know that he's going to be part of another tv series i really enjoyed his work in hawaii 50 um, and obviously the the huge back catalogue of movies that he's been involved with as well um, but another person who's going to be involved in that same series is uh, Iku Oase who uh, most of people will know from The Raid 
and uh, it looks like a really interesting series. I think it's been picked up for twelve episodes. Um, and yeah, it's it's always always good to see um, you know good actors and martial artists being picked up for these for these series. Uh, on the subject of Ico, I actually just saw. I'm trying to remember the name of the film. They've got a new film coming out with Mark Wahlberg, um, and I, I saw the the video for it on YouTube the other day, and it looked quite interesting. But yeah, if you, I, I guess if you just type his name into YouTube, it'll should it should just come up. Um, to finish up this section, the next one we've got is from Mr. Paul Finn, who actually contacted me on uh, Facebook. And I never remembered, uh, interestingly enough, that Paul was actually on one of the courses that I did uh, with Matt Chapman, who's coming on later. Um, but on uh, the 1st of September in London, Paul is going to be running a uh, Fundamental Elements of Carly, Silat, Wing Chun and JKD seminar between 1pm and 5pm, which if i could get to it unfortunately i can't but if i could that would be something i would be definitely interested in checking out and getting involved with um again i will put the um the information into the show notes uh, so you can go and check that one out now on the subject of news going forwards now this last week i posted up just a bit of a prompter really because obviously we had the week off last week and people have got out of the habit and it's very easily done very very quickly um, and I, I was asking for people to submit news so that we can run things in this section, of which some of you did, which is great. But overwhelmingly, what I think we had more than anything was people contacting me with regards to a plug for their classes as opposed to workshops. Now, obviously, it's difficult for me in the respect of um, plug-in, plug-in schools or, or groups of people that I don't know, uh, as I'm sure you will understand. It's not it's not a personal thing, not by any means at all. But obviously, I want to be promoting stuff that you know I've personally seen or I know the person. You know, I don't want to just be accepting um, people's uh, information and then putting it out there. So, what I thought would be pretty cool, and in fairness, to make use of the service that I spent a while getting set up. If you want to promote your own club and classes, that I am absolutely fine with that. And the way that you can do that is if you head over to our website, uh, kickbackpodcast.com or martialartspodcast.co.uk, they'll both send you to the same place. There's a little orange button at the, at the bottom from our system called SpeakPipe. And what that allows you to do from your tablet, your phone, your computer, as long as it's got a microphone, is record up to a 90-second recording that then emails to me that I can then use in the show. So if you want to plug your school, your club, what you've got going on, if you hit that record button, let's say you get two-thirds into the way and make a mistake, you can just delete the recording. You, 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 don't, you don't have to say, it's not like a one-time deal. You can record it as many times as you need. And I don't hear the mistakes. I only hear the one that you submit. So, you know, if you want a free plug, um, then you, if you get that recorded, send it to me. And then what I'll do is I'll include the recording in the show. It just sounds a little bit better as well. You know, it gives it a, more of a personal feel if it comes from you as, as the instructor. Okay, so uh, moving on. As I mentioned, we've got uh, Matt Chapman coming up in a short while. But before then, what I wanted to do is to go on to our topic for this week. Now, we get different suggestions sent through via Facebook, usually, to be fair. Although you can submit via email at the website that I just mentioned before, which was kickbackpodcast.com. You can do a, a, an old-fashioned web form or email if you prefer, or even a phone call, dare I say. Um, but no, actually, don't do a phone call because I'll forget. <laughs> Terrible memory. If I've got it written down in front of me, then I'll I'll, I'll not forget. But um, yeah, we get lots of things submitted. Now, some things, in fairness, in all truth, I have to admit because you know, there's sometimes the subjects are a little bit too politically slanted one way or the other, um, and the last thing I want to do is get involved in feuds like that. 
But this one in particular was something that was mentioned a few weeks ago, and I've sort of put it on the back burner um, to include in a week like this week where we've had a break and submissions have been a little bit lower because we weren't prompting people last week. Um, so what I wanted to talk about was um, instructors training with their students in class. Now, this is a really funny one because when this is mentioned, immediately some instructors are like, yeah, well, what's the problem with that? And then others are like, absolutely no, instructors don't train with their students. And they come from it from a multitude of angles, all of which I fully respect and fully and actually fully understand. But I wanted to put my take on it. As again, it's, it's a subjective one. And I understand that with the different arts and with the different teaching styles and you know the, the the way that people have been taught it for some people they have different beliefs on it from a respect standpoint and you know about certain boundaries and i get it i totally get it and i understand it but i'm going to come at it from my angle from the way i was taught and from the way that i teach now for me i do occasionally join in with training with my students why um I think that it's important that you set the level, you know, as an instructor. And even though, in all honesty now, I do have students, younger students, you know, late teens, early 20s, that are physically probably more capable than I am now, they don't have the 30-something years experience that I do. Um, so, I, you know, there, I feel that there is always something that they can learn from my experience and joining in. But more so, I feel that if I'm if, if I expect my students to do certain things and I should be willing to join in and do it too from time to time now that comes with for me personally a certain you know uh, um, how, how do I phrase this and um, th there has to be the right time to do it okay now if there is a, a, a particularly challenging class where I feel it's better that I have all all highs all eyes all hands on deck with re regards to keeping an eye on the class then no I won't join in because I don't feel it's safe to um, you know, you know, maybe it was a younger group, or you know, maybe some people that are a little bit maybe um, they just they just need a watchful eye on them in the say the sparring class. They just need somebody ready to to sort of break it. But if I have um, another um, instru an insured instructor in, so I've got another black belt in and it, who's insured to, and, and and you know has all the relevant training to teach. If they can be in my session and be my eyes, so to speak, then yeah, I'll join in the session. Now, if I am the lead instructor and I only have assistance in class and they don't have any insurance or any qualifications in that respect, then no, I will not join in because I'm not going to hand them the responsibility of uh, watching over a session when they don't have the experience, nor do they have the, the, the legal side of things taken care of for, for them in the guise of the insurance. Now, I know some instructors do anyway, and all I would say on that one from my point of view is, you know, if you're focused on sparring with that person in front of you, can you realistically be keeping an eye on the rest of the class safely? I don't really think you can. If you're prepared to argue that one, if something comes up or something happens, then that's, I guess that's for you to decide. But I think, again, just to go over what I said before, for me, joining in from time to time is a really good way to you know, gain the, getting your students trust to, um, gain their respect because they're seeing you joining in, you know, to show that, you know, you're not indestructible, that, you know, it, you, you join in, you make mistakes, they see that, I think they gain that extra little bit of respect, uh, from you, you know, uh, and then every now and again, you know, you can just knock them around the room a little bit, but no, <laughs> joking aside, obviously you don't do that, but, um, it, you know, it sets, it sets, I think it sets a good tone and a good example for the, for the other people, and I think it, it earns respect rather than demands respect, Sometimes in martial arts it can be like that demanding automatic respect and 
doesn't tend to end well in those situations you know it's respect is earned over time and and joining in and putting your putting your own um abilities on the line it's a it's a good thing to do Okay, so what we're going to do now is we're going to go just to a short break and then straight after it, we're going to jump into our interview with Mr. Matt Chapman on Google Domination for your martial arts school. You're listening to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk. Okay, so joining us on the line now, we have once again, Mr. Matthew Chapman, the Mitmaster. How are we doing, sir? Very good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for coming back. We didn't no put problems. we didn't put you off, which is good. No, it's really good. I enjoyed myself. <laughs> it was episode two, I believe. I think it was episode two. I just looked at the call logs. It was back in May, so um, time has flown. Um, yes, and you've been keeping busy. Yes, very. I've still been doing the McMaster thing, and I've been teaching um, martial artists how to start teaching online themselves, which has mm. been really good. I've been traveling around the UK meeting with various instructors and getting them started online and setting up their online programs. And that's really good fun because it just allows martial artists a different way of earning a living other mm. than just teaching classes. Yeah, which, I mean, I, I've made use of quite quite well, actually, this last few months. Um, I mean, I, I initially, when I first launched, I had a bit of a push. Um, and then I'm just been sort of trying, you know, more than probably most actually out there um it just takes a little bit of time to learn how it works and figure it out and uh yes. tweak it and try ideas and that sort of yes. thing but yeah it's going quite well and um yeah I'm, I'm i'm happy with how it's with how it's gone so far and uh looking forward to what it can bring in the future so anybody out there that's considering doing it stop considering it and just do it because i sat on the fence for so long with that and uh, yes it was ridiculous when it came and to the it. sooner you get started the sooner you get better at all these different yeah. bits like uh, and the soon you can start creating a bit more of a, a regular income with the online thing. Yeah. So uh, it's best to yeah start as soon as possible and get your marketing going and start building your email lists, etc. Yeah, so. I absolutely agree. I mean, I didn't. I, I mean, I've not really tried properly with it yet because I say I'm still learning. But you know, mm. we very very quickly we made over two grand with it I'm, I'm, i mean i'm quite happy to say that you know and 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 that was not without really trying and yes it's so easy because there's millions of people out there so you know yes. um get on it people and what you need to do is just get to the point where you've got like a thousand people who whenever you release a product will buy mm. and that sounds like a lot like to try and get a thousand people but it, it doesn't take too long it only took me sort of three to four years of consistent work to get that group of people who are like core fans who will just whenever i release a product a program or something like that will yeah. just buy it straight away and then then it's pretty good brilliant well as as fantastic as is actually as a little tie-in we actually spoke about this at length back on episode two so if anybody listening now if it's the first time you listen to the podcast go back and listen to episode two after this one listen to this one first then go back to episode two when I, you can listen to what I was back, like back then when I was still new. And um, yeah, check that one out because it's really interesting. And actually, it's one of our most popular popular podcasts. It's one of the most um, downloaded and streamed episodes that we've done today. Yeah, but so, it's not the most, is it? Who's got the title? No, of you know, I can't remember now off the top of my head. Oh, oh. I, sh- I didn't, I didn't want to have that stat to hand to just throw in your face. You know what I mean? But, and, we're but martial artists. You know we what are, we're like. Hey, well, now you see you back for round two. So yes, this yes. one, this one's going to be the one, isn't it? Obviously. <laughs> but um, So could you just explain a little bit about what you're here today to talk to us about? Obviously, we've had a ch- quick chat off air, but... I'll leave you to give us a brief introduction. 
Yeah, well, I've been getting a lot of inquiries about um, Google and how to use Google to get students because that was, you know, really when my martial arts school started taking off was when I dominated Google in my local area. And I kind of defined dominating Google meaning that if someone searches for martial arts on Google in my local area, my websites dominate the first page of Google. So I've got four, five, six or seven rankings on the first page of Google, um, meaning that they have to choose one of my websites to get in contact with martial arts in my local area and my Mm. competition don't even get on the first page. So once I started doing that, and it's not difficult to do, this is the thing that most martial artists instructors and struggle with is they think it's really technological and really difficult and they're going to have to figure this out. And, you know, it's very, it's quite a simple process that I'm going to take people through. Um, And it just allows over time for you to just get more and more rankings on the first page of Google and you just get a, just a steady, steady stream of inquiries every month for free because you don't obviously have to pay for this. This is just on Google for free. Mm. You know, you're getting 20, 30 inquiries every month just rolling in. Uh, so then you don't have to do much other type of marketing. The only other type of marketing I used to do at my school was um, referral marketing, so obviously bringing in um, students and friends of students. But after that and Google domination, I didn't really do much other marketing it wasn't necessary wow so successful as that um i mean now at the minute as well more so that the, this really is the time to get on this because i was just having a quick look at um especially with smartphones now and the way that people are using smartphones um apple in particular was just looking at the growth figures i don't, don't, don't want to go off topic too much but it is relevant i think um apple tw- uh, 46.7 million units sold uh, in the, th- in the mm. third quarter of 2017 versus samsung only samsung on its own 82.8 million handsets and then the the handsets in third fourth and fifth place were all uh, google based devices so yeah. google's yeah. on the front of every phone now it's just not yes. every phone but the majority it's something that yes. people are going to be just picking up constantly and using to search for things so you know you need to be people need to be using it don't they they do yes absolutely and the thing with um, google is you know once you get google domination you get this steady stream of inquiries and you know every month that you're going to get roughly the same stream of inquiries and the main benefit is the people who are actively searching on google for martial arts classes in their local area are interested in learning martial arts right now, as in the hot prospects, they're, they're, they're searching for martial arts, they're actively looking for it, which is a bit different than people you find on Facebook, because if you show ads on Facebook, everyone's going through their feed, just looking yeah. at cat videos and <laughs> chatting with their mates and, you know, doing this and that, and then suddenly your ad appears. They're not actively looking for martial arts at that point. It might interest them and they might go oh yeah i might click on that and and have a look and see but they're not kind of the same level of uh prospect as you get with someone who's actively on google trying to find martial arts in the in the area so i always focus on google first referrals second and then facebook third in my marketing interesting personally no no that's really interesting actually i mean i just thinking about it now with the way you've you've put it it doesn't make sense because with facebook i mean we're on i do it as well and as do other instructors we put a lot of time into um facebook ads and getting the 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 print right and um and which is which is right and then putting the money into it but i if i'm honest i 
totally neglects Google. I don't really give it much thought. Um, yeah. And, and <laughs> what you've just said actually makes sense because if somebody picks up the phone or the computer and goes into Google and types martial arts in Nesborough, for example, they're actually yeah. searching for it, aren't they? So it is quite important that you're you're on there. I've just done you're... that now just to check and we are actually on there, so it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> My question to you is how often are you on there? Uh, do I check or how often do we show up? So, yeah, you need to check using, if you go into incognito mode, you want to check, like, type in what a prospect would type in, like martial arts in Nesbrook, uh, kids karate in Nesbrook, and see how many times you show up on the first page of Google. You want to show up at least five or six times. Okay, I'm on the front page now. This is a little little on the spot check, isn't it? Okay, so we come up. Make sure you're in incognito, though. Oh, hang on. I'm going to have to do that through... uh... Internet Explorer, aren't I? Um, yeah, because you can't. If you search in your regular um, on your regular web page, because you're constantly going to your website and checking things and changing things, Got, it, yeah. it ranks it higher for you. So you have to use Incognito. Okay, I'm doing that now. I'm actually going in through a different browser. Oh, this we're, is exciting! We're, we're doing, doing it live. Live. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so, what what keywords am I going to use? Um, I'm going to search martial arts classes. Nesbro. Martial arts. Nes. Okay, okay. I'm coming up. There we go. So, okay, and you know when you get the little the little box with the map, we're, yes. at, we're at the top. Obviously, you're on there. We're at the top of that one. Perfect. And, and then, then down the page. we're the next one underneath there as well. So we're the, we've yep. got two. Okay. And oh, then oh, 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 hang on. A competition, competition. Okay, three. We've got three. We've yes, got three. Good. We're mentioned in a news article. Does that count? Good. Yes, of course. Four, and that's it. Oh, I've only got four. Oh, well, it's not bad. It's better than most. Most most like martial arts instructors only have like one ranking on the first page of Google for their key search terms. There's too, too many of my competitors, though. I'll be honest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, just think about this. Would you like when next time you do that for your that whole page just to be full of your stuff? Yes. Only. <laughs> yes. So that's what I'm. Tra- that's what I teach. That's what this this seminar I'm running on the, the 9th of September, Gordon Birchland's Academy, is about. It's about how to get to that point where you can dominate the entire front page for okay. your key search terms. Not just like martial arts in Nesbrook, but kids karate in Nesbrook, uh, kickboxing classes in Nesbrook, self defense training. So you can just dominate the whole whole of Google. I'm trying and that. Then, now. like your marketing is almost done. Like if you're getting twenty or thirty queries from Google and ten from your referral scheme, why do you have to use Facebook? I I stopped using Facebook once I got this stuff down because I didn't want to pay for anything. Mm, very interesting. I mean, the, the reason for using Facebook is obviously it's a uh, you know you can find people who are interested who might be interested in martial arts in your local area and you can offer stuff to them and they they might get in contact with you but then you have to warm them up you have to you know engage with them you have to get them excited you have to offer the special deals and discounts you have to uh, warm up basically a cold market whereas obviously the people on google are actively looking for mm. martial arts so they're just if you get if they click on your your link on google and they you know find out about your stuff and you get in contact with them quickly after they inquire you just it's very very easy to recruit them and it's free this is the whole thing with google if you get this sort of stuff done right it's free you get inquiries every month for free we like free free is good well <laughs> much like do like free because we're tight usually but you know i think but, but see people find it easier to understand facebook they they use it they understand yeah. it yeah. 
whereas they think this this Google stuff I'm teaching at this seminar is going to be all black magic and mumbo jumbo, but it's not. It's really really simple stuff that you can do every sort of day, and it just helps. And one of my websites I got ranked from. I created the website. I did my Google domination stuff, and it shot to the top of Google in three days. Wow! Is it quick as that? You can get it like up so so quickly yeah wowzers that's really quick turnaround so uh, obviously the thing with facebook as well is that it's always changing you know you you get a system down you get used to it and then the next thing you know oh, this keyword's been changed or this and that with google is it a lot more do, do they change things as often or is it does it yeah all, all all social media sites and search engines change their algorithms uh frequently um they're, they're just trying to make things more better for the end user which makes sense mm. But uh, the Google situation is a lot easier because as long as you are actually showing people what they want, which is martial arts lessons in Nesborough, and your website's all about martial arts lessons in Nesborough, they're happy and they will rank rank your rank your pages. Um, so the whole idea is to get to the point where you you literally don't have to do any other marketing. And I ran my school like this because we were dominating Google in my local area for about five years. I, I just shut down all other types of marketing. I didn't do any flyers. I didn't do wow. any Facebook advertising for classes, just for special events and things like like that. And I just used Google and referrals, and it it just every month, you know, we got thirty, forty inquiries. It's nice. Fantastic! Wow, that's, so that, that's brave. It doesn't require <laughs> it doesn't require much updating either. Once it's ticking over, it just does what it's supposed to do. Crazy. Wow, that's that's really interesting stuff. So you so you basically to test it, you stopped using all the other forms of sort of standard. Well, I just wow. I just had a way of tracking where people had found us. So I'd obviously ask the student where they found us, or I'd yeah. use pixel codes to find out yeah, where they found got us. You. And you know, Facebook does work. Obviously, it works. You can get hundreds of people to inquire about your classes, but I find. I want to go after the people who are actively looking for martial arts, not trying to convert people who six months down the line might be interested in martial arts. My Absolutely. focus is on finding the people who are actually, yeah, I want to, you know, I'm out, I'm overweight, I'm out of shape. My mate says martial arts is good. I know, I'll have a look on Google. I want that person. Absolutely, because they're actually, not the person say, they're watching actually looking. Videos on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I love it. I love it. Excellent. So, I, I would. Am I right in thinking? I suppose this this is sort of transferable. It doesn't. It, you don't have to necessarily be advertising martial arts classes. Could it? Be, it could be workshops or seminars or. Uh, it, could, it could be anything you want to to show up on Google. Yeah. Wow. So it's pretty powerful. So you know, anybody out there that's listening that might not necessarily run a school, but might have something. You know, maybe they have workshops or private lessons, or you know, run something different. This is something that they could benefit from as well. Mm. Yeah, the, the problem is most martial arts instructors don't like marketing and don't understand marketing mm. and therefore are fearful of it and won't do what's necessary. Um, what I've managed to do, because I've done a lot of training on this and spent a lot of money getting up my skills up on, on the online side of things, as you know, is Absolutely. I've managed to simplify it for people. So I've, I've taken out all the complex steps and made it a very simple process. So you do this, 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 and this, then you're going to show up on Google more. And you'll get to a point over a period of time where you'll dominate Google. You'll just control the first page, which means your competition can't get a look in. You get all the inquiries, and and it's gravy after that. Absolutely, it's interesting as well because something I've noticed within, because obviously within my school, one of the things we use is Facebook 
we create groups for the parents to be in and the, stu- yeah. the students to be in. But actually, we're starting to find more and more now people are taking what we kind of call in Facebook breaks, and um, people and we're getting actually getting quite a lot now that people are saying, "Oh, I don't use Facebook." Um, so it, there, I suppose you know there are those people out there that if you're just putting all everything in Facebook, kind of losing you're losing that, that the the people that are searching elsewhere. Because I'll be honest, I've I never look at Google to see where we are until I've just no, done it well, now. If you think about how people search for martial arts, here's, here's, how they, here's how they used to do it years ago when me and you started. They'd uh, look in the yellow pages, they'd spin <laughs> out in the newspaper, they'd see a, a flyer stuck up in a newsagent's window, they might get one through the post, they might see you at school fate or demo and that's how they find out about martial arts or they'd ask a friend, right? Nowadays, people are going to ask a friend about martial arts first. They're going to maybe go to Facebook and say to Facebook, hey, I'm interested in doing martial arts. Do any of you guys uh, know anywhere good? Which is a referral thing, right? So it's not necessarily to do with Facebook. Um, Or they're going to go to Google and search. If they don't get a good response to that, they're going to go on Google and search martial arts classes near me. And Mm. you, you need to own that first page because... You know, it's so simple after that if you've got, you know, good process, a good system and people get in contact. One of the amazing things I find out about people like who call a martial arts school is sometimes it takes the instructor like 24 to 48 hours to get back to someone, which to me is totally unacceptable. I, when I was uh, running a school, because I don't run a school anymore, I sold my school. Um, when I was doing my school, I would make it a rule that I had to get back to someone within an hour. Because every hour that passes after they've got in contact is another hour that they're either looking for your, at your competition or they're kind of losing the desire to continue with the process. So, you know, I phoned up schools and they haven't got back to me at all. Hmm. So you need to, you know, once you get the people through Google and you're getting these 20 inquiries, you need to be back on them within an hour and setting up your 312 class or, you know, your program or yeah. whatever for sure that is i think that is a really that is a really important fact actually because a lot of times i've i've come across that you know people spend a lot of money on getting systems in place and they invest their time in in learning the the, the, the methods and processes and then don't do anything with the inquiries when they come in and it's it's like uh, you know wasting all that time and energy there you know you need to be you need to be getting in touch with these people and and, and one thing i noticed as well is when you as you say, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm not always within an hour. I, I do try to get back with them always the same day at least, and yeah. they're always what I notice as well. Oh wow, thanks for getting back to me so quick. Yes, and you know straight away that sets the tone. So doesn't I it? had the same problem. So I either automate an email to go back to them saying we're all teaching classes right now, but we'll get back to you as yep. soon as possible. If it's email, but I also use something like All Day PA. So I pay them to answer my phones ah. so that. When I'm not there, they say, hi, Masters Academy, and they, they speak to the person. Um, and they say, all our instructors are currently busy teaching, but we'll get back to you within the next few hours. Now, what that does is that satisfies the person who's made the call that, you know, they've got a response. Yeah. They don't want to leave an answer phone message, and they don't want to call back later, but they've got a response, so they kind of settle, and they're willing to wait then. Whereas if they get nothing from you or they get an answer machine message, they just like, oh, okay, I'll try the next guy. They, they don't bother. Mm. But that, that automated response gives you, buys you a couple of hours to get back to them. Absolutely. And I mean, uh, I would imagine this is good. This is will tie in eventually, if not already now. It's not something I've looked into. But now with people using um, Google on their devices uh, through vocal terms, you know, through OK Google yes. and all this sort of thing, I'm yeah. assuming that will tie in 
to the rankings and on the, yes. the search as well is yeah yes well yeah fantastic um, and I've, I've I saw a, a news piece when you were saying about the phone there a news article about uh, Google had actually developing a like the, the the OK Google Assistant to be able to handle phone calls make phone calls um, do all sorts of crazy stuff so I would imagine now now is the time really to be to be getting on this before before those sort of well, things start becoming. Yeah, you want to at least dominate the first page of Google for all your key search terms, not just like one, but all your classes, everyone you're trying to attract, so that you just control the first page of Google. Absolutely. Um, so you, you mentioned there's a workshop going to be going on soon. Is it at Gordon, Gordon Bertram's? Yeah, so uh, I'm teaching this type of stuff about Google domination on the 9th of September uh, from 11 to 4 at Gordon Bircham's school. He's very kindly because he's a super dude, isn't he? he is. Everyone loves him. He's such a cool guy. He's uh, lent me one of his conference rooms to teach this sort of stuff. Oh, so wow. I've got a few spaces left on that if people are interested. If they go to uh, blackbeltbiz.co.uk, that's biz spoke with a Z on the end, blackbeltbiz.co.uk forward slash Google, uh, they'll be able to sign up for the course and come along and uh, learn all this stuff. But the, the main fear I think people have it, about it is that they don't feel technologically skilled enough to do it. They, you know, they're not too comfortable with using all the technology. But the things I'm going to show on the workshop are just very, very simple, but they make such a massive difference to ranking on Google. I'm not going to do anything difficult. It's all going to be simple steps that any sort of martial arts instructor can take every week to improve their rankings on Google. Fantastic. So they could maybe bring you know bring something with them and actually do it on the spot, I suppose. Oh, we'll do it on the spot, yeah. Yeah, wow. Well, and that's... we'll do all the tests to see like how where your pages rank and what your keywords rank for and how fast your page loads and how good it looks on mobile. And then we're going to check each other's websites out. We're going to cover Ooh. a lot of stuff. <laughs> but it's all going to be really simple, basic, and I'll make it fun as well because this stuff can be a bit dry and a bit boring. So uh, we'll try and make it a bit of fun. Excellent. So I like like the idea of everybody trying each other's websites as well. That's that's cool. <laughs> yes. Make sure you know, you date. might love your website because you've built it or you've got someone you know to build it. But when someone else looks at it, they're like, oh, no, it's too confusing. It's a bit of a mess, etc. Yeah. So it's good to get feedback. Excellent. So what other things have you got going off at the moment then? Tell us about. I know because you're, you're so busy on, on Facebook. I see all the things that you're doing and um, the diff- the, all the different things you've got going on. So uh, you've got some, some seminars coming up soon, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I'm doing a seminar. I only do two open seminars a year for the Mitmaster side of things, the pad training system that I've got. So I do one in London, and I've just got another one going in Sheffield now. Oh, wow. So I, because I'm just so busy with doing um, stuff, teaching martial arts, internet marketing, and doing my own thing, that I can only really do two open seminars a year. Mm. So uh, the next one will be on the 4th of November in Sheffield at XL Martial Arts. So if anyone wants to come and do the pad uh, Mitmaster pad training system with me like send me a message on Facebook or, or get in contact and we'll we'll sort that out but it's good the last one in London had 65 people attend all, wow. all getting pads and sweating it up and having a good time and yeah it, it was really good so um, hopefully Sheffield will also be really busy and fun I would imagine so is that at Liam's school isn't it excellent yeah that's right yeah because he's got his new mega beautiful facility uh, which is just open. Which oh, is like, wow, is it open now? I've not seen that. Yeah, it's open now. Oh, you should see the videos of it. It's gorgeous. It's I'm, like I'm going to go and look in a minute now. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's two, two reasons to go now, guys. One, to go and check out the awesome content that Matt's going to be teaching, and two, to check out Liam's facilities, because knowing how he is, that place is going to be... I haven't even seen it yet. Um, I saw oh, okay. I saw the building when he took over it, but I have not seen yeah. the transformation, it's, so... 
it's world class now it's fantastic wowee okay well yeah. matt as always it's a pleasure half an hour has flown by as always but uh thank you very much for your time so now as you say you're a super busy guy um and what i will do is include all the details of everything we've spoken about on the show notes so if we've gone over it too quick and you've missed it you can go click all the links in the show notes um and then go and check out all the things that we've talked about wicked all right thanks again thank you mate bye enjoy our podcast please remember to subscribe rate and review kickback with chris on itunes today so big thanks again to matt for joining in today um always a great guest to have on and it's always such great information and i would urge and this isn't a you know a sponsored plug or anything but i would genuinely urge you if you're considering going to one of Matt's seminars get yourself on there because you know as i as i mentioned earlier with the online training i've not really pushed it too much i mean i know some people have seen my posts on facebook and maybe think oh you've seen them a lot but honestly compared to a lot of online marketers the amount of stuff i've put on is just a drop in the ocean and as i say you know we we, we sold over two grand's worth of um of videos just so quickly um which has enabled me to put that back into my school and and to help it grow and and you know provide a new equipment and, and new things for for the kids to use in the kids classes especially so you know get on it uh, have a look don't don't turn your nose up at it um through some sort of like old-fashioned martial arts type snobbery um and that's not a get at anybody it's just that's what can kind of happen oh not snobbery maybe fear sometimes you can be a little bit fearful of change or perception people may be oh i don't want people to judge me if if uh, if i do this with online stuff but anyway people are going to judge no matter what you do you can't control that can you so yeah get on it get learning um i'm actually gonna have a look now to see if i can get onto this google domination course because it is something that i as i very openly just said there i i don't check google ever for my school um it's one of those things that you know, I just, you know, I didn't really give it any thought because you, I, I searched for my school and it comes up. But, you know, thinking about the importance of how often it comes up on, on what order on the page. Uh, but so maybe give that a try yourselves now, you know, um, Google your your school name, the art that you teach, the area that you teach in, the surrounding areas, you know, how much do you show up? Um, I've noticed a couple of times some of our I, I don't like to use the word competitors but I suppose in business they are but the the, the other local schools um, are actually uh, latching on to certain keywords that connect to our school so that when they uh, when people search for our school then their websites come up you know it, it, some may see it as cheeky but I suppose it's business at the end of the day isn't it but all this stuff you need to take into account and have a look for um, but as I say thanks again to Matt for for jumping on and, and getting involved it's always appreciated and um, i'm sure we're going to hear from him again very soon because he's a busy guy always got stuff going on uh, always really positive and uh, again what's really cool is he's also a very highly skilled martial artist and that, that that's always that's always good to know uh, when we're chatting to him so um another little topic i wanted to talk about um wasn't planned in the episode it was actually just following uh, some conversations that i've had um this last week i bought um it's one that's come up several times over the years and i know different instructors have different takes on this um but as i say i always like to 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 talk about maybe the more sort of challenging aspects of teaching but uh this is one of and i know this is going to be a subjective one for sure there's going to be people have very different opinions on this but this this is just my take on it should instructors uh, attend social functions nights out parties that sort of thing with students away from classes now again i know a lot of people are going to have different opinions on this but this is just mine i mean the way that i personally i personally out of my own choice 
I don't get involved with um, any sort of um, nights out, especially uh, with with students. Um, now, again, as I said, this is a this is one that's going to sort of divide, I, I would imagine. Um, but I suppose it comes down to your your own sort of um, I wouldn't say ethical or moral standpoints, but just the way you teach, I suppose, um, and the logistics of the size of your school. I mean, I've got a sort of a, I don't know what medium sized school, I suppose you say, at just over two hundred members. Um, and but the, the the thing with it is is and and I have fallen for this when it was early days is you know um, let's say we've got Dave Pete and Jimmy okay just see if I can remember those names now Dave invites you on an evening out um, he also invites Pete and Jimmy and you go along and um, you have a you know good time and it's all great and whatever uh, and then and then Jimmy has a night out but you can't go for whatever reason or you choose not to go. Um, and then, well, Jimmy's left thinking, well, why did you go to the first one? But he didn't come to mine. And does he not like me? Is it this? Is it that? And and it can create these funny atmospheres within the club, whereas you seem to be picking people as friends rather than students. And, it, it, I, and I've experienced this. It creates division within your club. There's like these little pockets of... Um, and there's always going to be sort of this social side of the club where people are the little friends groups. But I don't. I personally, as an instructor, don't want to be influencing that anymore. Um, and it, it can be a, a a bit of a dangerous game. I mean, and for me, I will be always. I will always be friendly towards my students, but I'm their instructor, not their friend. And I feel that there needs to be that that very clear distinction between. Um, you know, being a friendly instructor and being a friend, you know, I personally wouldn't want my students to be calling me at, you know, um, one in the morning for a chat. Um, you know, uh, I like to keep my home time separate from when I'm, when I'm teaching and when I'm at work, you know, the professional side and then the personal side. Again, I know some instructors that are much more relaxed on this. And I would imagine if you're running a smaller school, then perhaps you know it is it, you you have more of a sort of um sort of a social vibe to it like a a friends group and i respect that i totally respect that but um for me personally as the question that was put to me the other day um i as a rule don't um get involved in parties and and going out and another thing as well it, when I first moved to the area that I'm in now, and I did, I I, I was making an effort to sort of, um, you know, be the friendly instructor and and you know be that friendly guy, that nice guy who wants to come and train with and stuff. But the 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 reality of it was, my school was new. I just opened it, and the first two times we went out, the both times there was that drunken idiot that decided that. Oh look, let give the mates a nudge. Oh, that's that guy that's just opened the kickboxing school. Go on, go and go and hit him, you know. And you know, we uh, and you know, people say, "Oh, well, you're just a turn back." But you know, when you're teaching kids, these things have to be considered because you know it it takes. It's all very well, Mr. You saying, "Oh, well, I'll just hit him back," but then it takes that one punch. You know, something unfortunate happens to them, and you need to con- need to be considering this sort of stuff when it's your livelihood on the line. You know, when you've got a, a well, I've got you know uh, money tied up in in the the lease on the building that I run, so I, I can't be considering going out and getting in fights and 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 potentially um, impacting my ability to be able to teach and, and and be able to run my business. So for me personally, I I have a clear divide between 
being friendly and teaching in class, but politely um, turning down the uh, opportunity to go out drinking and socialising with my students. Maybe you see it a different way. I totally respect that. If you do, give me some feedback. Drop me a recording on SpeakPipe. Um, be very, very, very happy to include it um, in the show. A uh, bit of a back and forth, so to speak. Um, so the long-term plan now is to keep these going on a weekly basis, especially now that we're getting back into the school term. Um, and again, any suggestions for guests, anybody you would like on specifically, please do let me know. I'm always... I. To be honest, I really, really enjoy when I hear from people that have listened. Um, we had somebody uh, post a, uh, a really cool uh, Facebook status the other day about how, um, through listening to my show, they'd actually been able to get in touch with a club that their child had wanted to train at. And now they're, they're training there. And, and, and if it wasn't for listening to the show, then that wouldn't happen. And that is that is so super cool when situations like that come up. So, um, yeah get in touch send me a message drop me a mess uh, a voicemail um and it, it just makes me feel a little bit like it's not just me talking to myself uh, oh and again i just as I, I just spoke to this briefly to matt before he left went off off the line if you know who and how we've just had that huge percentage increase in amsterdam please drop me a message and let me know because there must have been a link posted somewhere or somebody's been sticking up posters on lampposts in Amsterdam. I don't know. It's all cool. We like the extra listenership, but it would be very nice to know who's done it so I can at least thank them. Um, but I hope you have a great weekend, great day, whatever it is you're doing, um, enjoying the rest of what's little little bit is left of the of the uh, the summer. I'm going to be taking a holiday um, for a couple of days, getting away with the family. So hope you enjoy your weekend, and I will catch up with you all next week. You're listening to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk.